everyone, and welcome to Soul Quest episode 40. Hello. Hi, Sharon. <laughs> Sharon's coming from Austin. I'm coming from Houston, and we thought we'd do this episode uh, just to give a little, uh, what do you say, it? A synopsis, a yeah, summary synopsis yeah. Uh, yeah, of our trip. A recap. Our- a recap. A recap of our Costa Rica adventure, our first international retreat. Yes. Uh, and first of all, I'd like to say, Sharon, kudos, my hat, which I'm not wearing one, but if I did, it goes off <laughs> to you. Uh, you put in your heart and soul and you believed in it and you had some times of, you know, during this whole, you know, but it, it happened the way it happened and it was beautiful. And I thank you so much for asking me to be a part of it. And uh, it was like a, a dream, to be honest. Like, it was unbelievable. Like, I, I've never, I feel like I was on another planet. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, me too. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for believing in my dream and putting your fears aside and saying yes. Because I know it was a scary thing to do. And um, I just felt in my heart that I had to do it. It just felt right. And I've been learning as I grow older to listen to my that ping and that intuition. And so I went after it. And uh, it turned out, you know, it didn't turn out as we expected, right? Because there were some challenges. You know, it was a 15-person minimum. And that was challenging getting people to want to travel out of the country there's still people scared of that and then you know just other reasons <laughs> uh, but it was really hard and this is my first time like really marketing for a retreat especially out of the country so it was really challenging and I learned a lot of lessons um, along the way so I know that next time I'll I'll do it better but in the end we both agree that the amount of people that showed up, the amount of people that we got were actually, it was actually the perfect number for our first time. Right. I mean, yes, I I couldn't, I mean, I know there would have been more people like there wouldn't have been the connections made amongst all of us. You know, we were like a little tight, you know, niche, you know, everyone kind of got to Mm -hmm. know everyone a little bit more and, you know, I felt like I, I spent a little bit of time with everybody, you know, just like talking, conversating, you mm-hmm. know, and everybody spent time with everybody else, you know? So it wasn't like if they, you had like 20 or 30 people, those connections probably wouldn't have been made. You know what I mean? Like someone would have stuck to, you know, who they thought just clicked with. I mean, You're right. Were- if there was a bigger group, it would have been harder. Well, you know, people would have made their connections, but they probably would have went off yeah little groups and not gotten to know the other people as well so true it ended up being eight of us total and it worked great and the we all learned so much from each other I really appreciate everything that everyone brought into the retreat like I seriously just wanted to sit back and just let everyone else share their experiences in life because I feel like that's that was the you know the best group dynamic was when we're all sharing about what we're dealing with and how we're growing and it was really great to see everybody's light shine and and the growth that just happened in the five days that we were there with some of them that we saw yes yes that was amazing to see just 
And that wasn't the change. Right. Yeah. It was mostly just them overcoming, you know, fears of things, you know, being alone or being out in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Things like that that I didn't even think about would come up or like the the small airplane and the fears there. Oh yeah. Which I knew was an issue with was actually an issue for one of the people I was trying to get to go to the retreat. She mentioned that she was scared of small planes and and I tried to help her with that, but I mean she she didn't come. So we did experience that with one of the participants and I was so focused on, you know, what are we going to do at the retreat <laughs> to make it worthwhile, you know, but we didn't even have to do anything. It was still been amazing because the place was just out of this world. It was like heaven. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what heaven is really like, but it was pretty damn close to the experience. It, I, swear, <laughs> I, swear, I swear it was like absolute paradise. Like, I mean, I knew it was going to be amazing, but I never could have thought how amazing it, it was. And maybe if we had 15 people there, we might not have felt the same way. You know, like, I don't know. We might not have right. enjoyed but, it as much because there would have been more people. We had this yeah. whole place to ourselves. Yeah, we had, yeah, 20 <laughs> acres of jungle. And it was all it's to so ourselves. Cool. It almost like, too, was like the, the fabulous, awesome, great meals mm -hmm. by Chef Daniel. Like, they also said to us, too, is like, if you want more, just ask, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I, I didn't, you know, I can eat, but I mean, I ate everything on my plate, but I, I, I never asked for seconds, but they fed you enough, you know what I'm saying? Like, all the fresh fruit, you start off with fruit and the juices and the smoothies and then the appetizer and then the main dish. And sometimes they came with salad on the side. And then after that was the amazing dessert. Some of them, I was like, whoa, what is this? You know? <laughs> Once you mix it all together, you know, it's like, pow. But yeah, there's some really different tastes, unique tastes. It was cool. And I think that's what I like so much about retreats is that you're being fed, you know, like you're not having to worry about what you're going to eat you know that something's going to be prepared for you with love. And, and that was a big part of that place is the food and how they served it and all the ambiance with all the candles. And we're like in the, the jungle, music. Yeah, the like, music and then the people and the, Oh my God, the kombucha that came out. Like the oh yeah. It was like fresh kombucha. <laughs> I was like just telling you the day before it's like i miss kombucha i really some kombucha because i and have kombucha every day that. you manifest that you're I like did. Oh, i was like oh my god this is they put best. it on the table it was the best kombucha I've ever and it was had. like different flavors of kombucha on top of it you know what i'm saying it just was lemongrass ginger yeah what was the other one i thought it was like an apple or something yeah it was like apple i mean yeah. oh my gosh they were amazing yeah. Yeah, I think that came, the kombucha came like on day two or three. Like we yeah. didn't have the first We only two. had it for three, like three or day three and four three every day. It was like a treat. Yeah, it was excellent. Gosh. But yeah, the staff was absolutely amazing and very funny too. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. The, uh, Rogelio will always be in our hearts. I mean. Yeah, shout out to Rogelio, the whole crew. <laughs> uh, they, they, they I were don't great. think. The stories that we have, you know, that we tell, I don't think <clears throat> if you're not there, you can't understand how funny and entertaining and, you know, how, how funny it was because you have to really be there and the things that happen.
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were some really good laughs, some scares and some laughs. <laughs> yeah. They were, I forgot the two guys' names, but they were the guys who came out and talked about the food. Who were those guys? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. It was Daniel. Chef Daniel. No, they, they were the guys who served us. There were two guys, like every night, oh, every day. Raul or... the guy, it wasn't Rogelio. It was this, this, this two, it was two Hispanic guys. And they came out and they explained all the meals. What were they made out of? Like, And they came from a far, their family farm down the road that they support. Yeah. yeah. Those guys were cool, you know, they like, all right, tonight we got blah, 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 blah with a mushroom paste, you know, like that's the, I've never had mushroom paste. Before. I know that was one of my favorites. I was like, damn, mushroom paste. Like, it, I mean, it was just pretty much grounded, you know, into mushroom, like a yeah. mushroom, but like it was oh, some, gosh. oh God. Like, I mean, you remember what I told Daniel? He looked at me, Chef Daniel. I said, Daniel, I've been a vegetarian for Four, 10 out of 14 years and I said your food is the effing <laughs> best vegan food I've ever eaten in my entire and he went like what'd you say <laughs> <laughs> say that again <laughs> but yeah it was absolutely amazing like I, I was telling some of my clients when I got back and uh and you know some of them are meat eaters and you know, I was like, I promise you, you would have been like meat. What? You know, like everything was just so tasty. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah, you didn't miss you didn't miss the meat. It yeah, was, I didn't miss any meat. I mean, and there it was, was yeah, it was cool because the flavor. A lot of vegan places. I remember Annie's taking to me to some California vegan places, and it was just too spicy. Like they try to replace the meat with a lot of spice, and I just don't like that. But this was like perfect. If you wanted extra spice, you got that special sauce. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> They get, they made their sauce was like a habanero mango. So it had a sweet and a kick to it. And uh, of course, after day two, I started asking for it and they just do, they brewed it up real quick and just handed yeah. me a little, you know, cup of it. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, and then Shan saw me ask for it. And it <laughs> was all about it too, man. I know. Shan was like, could you, could you share that with me? And then I was like, hey, I was like, get her some, because I want my own hot sauce, you know? And they brought us out hot sauce like the last three days with every meal. But I mean, we just asked for it and they, they just like did it right there on the spot, you know? It was excellent though. But um, yeah, you know, the six souls, you know, who came out and, you know, got a, got a chance to like shine their light you know, I feel like the icebreakers kind of really just, you know, just everyone just kind of threw stuff out on the table, you know, like no one was really scared to talk about anything. You're right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I think because we kind of knew, it felt like we, well, some, I mean, some of them were together for a while before we met up with them. So they kind of were more comfortable oh, yeah. on that plane and then. It just seemed like we were so comfortable with each other so fast, right? Like, yeah, I felt like I, I mean, I knew one of them from my divorce group. Um, so I felt like I, you know, I, that was my first time meeting her in person. Yeah. And then we knew Sonia. We went to school with Sonia. Sonia, we went to high school with and we've known for years. So uh, 
That was interesting. And then the only guy that came, Chris, he was like Tarzan. Everybody called him Tarzan. Yeah, the adventure. Yeah. So and, it was, I mean, I mean, he shines, yeah. Huh? He shines some light on, you know, just being brave and helping everybody, you know, like he had, he had nothing to hide, you know? Right. He was, yeah. He was there to just open up his soul and heart and just learn whatever he could. Yeah. And I felt like the people who, the other people, all the others, you know, se- you know, s- several of them were, you know, looked at him as, you know, like someone to come and, you know, be like, be brave, you know what I'm saying? With him. Right. You know yeah. Saying? I was, yeah. I was so glad he was there because he definitely was looked at as a mentor with yeah. those girls. Yeah. And I think it, it helped a lot. So it was great. Everybody had, you know, <clears throat> a perfect place. And it was, it was so interesting how like, uh, like two of them, well, three of them came from, you know, New Jersey, New York area. You know, two of them were on the plane together. So they got to know each other and they didn't know each other. Now they know each other. And so they can meet up and, you know, have lunch. And then um, two of them came uh, from Texas together. Of course, we went or we went, we were together. But um, so it's like interesting how they were two pairs on planes together. (laughs) So they got to know each other a little bit before they even got to the retreat. So then we all arrived in San Jose. And, uh, right, we all arrived in San Jose, and then we met up for the, the small plane that took us to Cuepos, where I thought I got locked in the bathroom, but I didn't know how to open the door. I was, I was like, no, they can't leave me. I was so scared I was going to get left there. We were, you guys were in two different, we were in two different cars. So I was like, they could totally leave me and not even know that I'm not in the other car. I was like, oh, the bathroom. Okay. So then we got there and it was just like, what is happening here? Like, did we just land on heaven? <laughs> they arrived, they like handed those like mocktails that were so good. What basil something? It was like, it looked like a, a margarita, you know? Like yeah, it looked like a margarita, but it was a basil something, but it was some kind of mocktail. But it felt like you had a, a cocktail in your hand, right? But it was no alcohol. And then this fruit bar with hummus. And then you look out at the jungle. So amazing. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe this is, it felt so good to be there. I mean, just as soon as we got out of the car, it just felt so good. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, they just, they took all of our bags to everybody's room. So like, you didn't have to carry that. 50 pound suitcase of all those stuff. Oh, I know. I can't even imagine doing that. I mean, you would be carrying mine, of course, but <laughs> you didn't have one. But yeah, yeah we, our room, our house was up a hill and up some stairs. Uh, so that would have been, I mean, we would have done it. But anyway, it was nice. You know, Emilo is very accommodating. And yes, that's part is. of the price, the, you know, the high price of that is because we have all that help. Yeah, you know, yeah. we have all those gourmet meals. We have people accommodating us at all hours, like helping getting bugs out of people's rooms at any time. You yeah. know, like they're there to help us in any way. Like that's why it felt like such a retreat for us too. I mean, it, we were leading the group, guiding the group, but we were also part of the retreat as well, like part of the participants. Yeah. And uh, like they took us immediately, like after after we 
ate a little bit of appetizer food and stuff they took us upstairs to catch the sunset that was like that's the first right thing. that was breathtaking like the best every night ever. was you know every night this the sunset just sunk into the ocean yeah left like and, these illuminating colors and, just coming out everywhere yeah and jorge mentioned that remember when we met with him that march has the best sunsets uh i guess so i don't know i've never been there before so i know but maybe it's because the rainy season comes up in april maybe it's cloudy i don't know Mm-hmm. We'll have to try a different month next time. <laughs> yeah, that was. I'm going back. <laughs> so yeah, it would definitely be worth. Oh yeah, going back. But I, you know, I was I was bummed out a little bit. I really wanted to meet Jake Sassafil, right? Yeah, Sassafil. that we interviewed two episodes ago. Yeah, it would have been great to meet him. Yeah, but... I really would have like just to talk to him, and you know, just. I mean, we did talk to him, but just, you know, face to face, you know? Yeah, that was a bummer, but it's okay. It all, it all worked out how it was supposed to. And yeah, but the house that we got, you know, because the retreat was not, you know, minimum amount of people, um, we were able to stay in one of the the Bali homes, which were like the VIP houses. And that was the best place to be of the whole place. So I'm so glad I was like, yeah, we might as well stay there since nobody <laughs> else is. <laughs> uh, and we didn't stay in the dome, but it would be cool to stay in those those geodomes too. But that house was like, oh my God, the view and like what it felt like inside a 200 year old Bali home. And oh my gosh, I just felt like I was in heaven every time I like lay yeah, down yeah. and was looking around and then in the morning when you open the door, ah. Uh, that's the first thing I did. Like, I think, of course, you always, you, you got up early before me. Yeah, because the sun starts rising at 530. Like, it gets light out. And so Actually, it was early than that, man. I, I could not stay in bed knowing that it was light out. I was like, I got to be outside. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I just, I made a recording of just walking out of that door. And it was just like, I mean, it was just amazing the ocean again and you know the sun this time is behind you yeah it's coming up so it's shining onto the ocean and you can like just see the mountains were turning colors as the sound came, yeah. sun came up i know yeah. the toucans and then the parrots flying over you like we'd see parakeets yeah. or parrots and all kinds of colorful birds yeah. flying across the sky yeah i saw a golden hawk like a, a golden mm. one it wasn't brown like over yeah. here you see brown hawk this was golden. I was like, what? Uh, that thing is golden. <laughs> There's so many different things. What was the, yeah. What was the, uh, the turkey, the Costa yeah, Rica? The, gosh, I can never remember the name. It's like the great Karasu or Karaway. That, that thing was cool. Kararu, Kararu, like, I don't was, know. It was big though. An exotic turkey looking thing. Yeah, it was cool, right? It flew. You saw it like when it, it was flew on up the, into the, the tree. Trail. Yeah. It just like its wings probably went like eight feet wide and just. Yeah, it had that yellow crest on its head and it was walking across the road. And I was like, there's something in the forest right now. I thought it was like a mammal because it sounded like something big moving around, but it was big. It would jump yeah. up on the tree and then jump down and it just sounded like some big animal. And then yeah. all of a sudden this bird and it had that interesting sound. It had a like a yeah. high pitched little sound for yeah. such a big bird. It had such a little <laughs> sound. 
it's like damn that doesn't sound um, like that sound should be coming out from it was so cool it was just like I mean this was like every day was an exploration and like learning new, something new right like what can we see today in the jungle what what's gonna appear for us and that was the most exciting part for me I think was like what else, what can I see what kind of lizard what kind of butterfly what kind of now, are we going to see the sloth that I was so set on seeing that we didn't even see? <laughs> no sloths, but I think what we saw the last day. I know. I'm not going to say it was better, but it was definitely exciting. Yeah. yeah. The monkeys, the capuchin monkeys that came into Emilova that last morning topped it off. Dude, there was like 10 or 12 of those things. And they were just like jumping from branch to branch. <laughs> tree to tree and so it was just, cute. yeah and they were what was that thing they were eating i don't know there you caught a couple they were beating it yeah on, there was on some the kind of like pea pod or fruit pod that was like dark right and yeah, they were trying like to a break banana, it over. like a dark banana it looked kind of like a banana yeah. but it was hard yeah no and they were they were breaking them and eating them yeah you know what it was it was i think it was one of those trees the formosas it was kind of like a Formosa tree because I saw the little pink flowers. Mm. It had those little seed pods, but these were like a different, ver like a bigger version of those trees. Yeah, that that was the icing on the cake. That was. Yeah. I was like, I ran as fast as I was. I was like, there. man, we're not going to see a sloth. <laughs> so I guess we're leaving an house. But then when someone said, the monkeys are down there. And I was like, what? And then like, as we were walking towards that way, they were coming towards us. Yeah. And like they're just something. moving through the canopy of the forest. It was yeah, so cool. Jumping. Like, and they're looking down at us with their little faces. Yeah, their little, like a little yeah. friend's monkey. The monkey that was on Friends. Ross's monkey. Yeah. On Friends. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> everybody it? thinks about But Those capuchin monkeys are cute. I used to always, when I was in high school, well, I loved, I go through phases of like my favorite animals. And the monkeys were my favorite animal for a while in high school. Yeah. So that did, you're right. That really, not seeing a sloth was fine. It seems like people see sloths more in the city. Really? Yeah. Or like, I mean, I thought we were going to see it e more easily there because it seems like I always saw pictures of people, you know, showing sloths at Emilova. But like, it seems like in the city, I'll see a lot of pictures because I'm on the Costa Rica travel group on Facebook and people post pictures of sloths like moving in the city really slow, like up on wires or stuff. Mm -hmm. so i don't know we're gonna have to go back and explore somewhere else because i am ready to go back yeah, <laughs> anyway so so then what else like the we so we um we would do like little you did a fitness class we do like journaling and meditation and like by the third day we decided to like cut some stuff out because we needed more time like in the middle of the day to explore and do things and and we also got to go to the beach the two different beaches yeah. were amazing Yes, that second beach day. I mean, the first beach day, like the little shop, the little market that was going on there was there was some really cool stuff there, man. I was like, dang, this stuff. Is was. And it was it was relatively fair price, I think. Like, I, I, yeah, those I dresses. Think, you can't yeah. find those dresses for twenty dollars online. No, dude, you looking, like, back here, you would have paid at least. <laughs> 40 to 60 dollars you know a dress yeah and, and they're cotton all cotton it was so and perfect. you left yours there i know i left it i can't find i was like i'm gonna go find something like that online then but if you find anything it's like it's not all cotton or it's 
made in China, getting shipped from China, or it's like, uh, or and it's like th- at least thirty or forty dollars. So, yeah, I wish yeah, I could yeah. go back and get that. I I, I wish I would have had more. You know, or I wish I would have had cash on me, but I didn't. I didn't even bother to ask. You know, they, they, they I didn't think about it. So I was like, hey, I wonder if they take cash or, or cash app or Venmo. And oh, at the I, market, yeah. Yeah, so. it's really cool that they take America. You know, United States. Yeah, I mean, they currency. took America. Yeah, they all took everywhere. Took American money everywhere. Yeah, but they there would take a, both either. Yeah. Yeah, there that wasn't was a good. place that didn't take American money. <laughs> yeah even it's really cool because they took us when we first got there we went to the mall and of course when you buy something there they ask you u.s or colonis yeah so i was like damn they they ask you what do you want to pay in you know yeah i think there's so many americans u.s citizens move there yeah and you could tell like when we flew into there and then flew out, like just being in that little plane, like you can, I could tell, cause I was observing sitting by the window and you can tell, cause you know, we flew all through those mountains and then you can tell like the Americans that lived there. Cause they had like the kind of modern looking house, like on top. And then you can see like the, the you know, the locals. Cause you would see like 10 rooms. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the houses were smaller, you know, but like the bigger houses, you're like, oh, yeah, I bet Americans all own those houses up there in the mountains. Yeah. Like I remember when I went to Panama and we were on a coffee tour and the guy was saying, you know, like we never had gated communities before until now, until all these people come moving here from like the States or Canada. Now we have gated communities. <laughs> oh, and they're trying to keep, you know, they're moving there and trying to stay away from the, the dangerous situations they hear about. Right. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. So, um, and then like Chelsea, the girl that was helping us with, you know, everything, uh, head of retreats at Emuloa. She had moved there from Texas, which is a coincidence since we're from Texas. So it was really yeah. cool to connect with so her. Cool. Like, you remember when we first met her, she just had like this cool vibe. I know. I was like, she's so cool. I'm so drawn to her. Yeah. She's like, you know, she's she like this calm and calm, mellow voice. Yeah. Just like Didn't very... even sound at all like a Texan. No. Actually, she had said that. She said someone had asked her, like, you're from Texas? I remember her, I think she was telling us a story, and they didn't believe she was from Texas. Yeah. But yeah, she's from down by the Gulf uh, somewhere, uh, Palashes, I think. But, yeah, uh, it was cool. Yeah, she was She was just cool. <sighs> I mean, we, she, we saw her the first day, and then, like, we didn't see her the rest of the weekend. Right, she was off for the weekend. And then yeah. we saw her Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. So it was nice to connect with her. And then, oh, a highlight of the trip was the waterfall. Ooh, yeah. Which you got to go to twice. I wish I could have gone another time. Oh, you didn't didn't go twice? No, I only went once. Remember, because you guys went and I didn't know where you were. (laughs) I was getting ready for my my class that I was going to teach. So, And then, yeah, that waterfall, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, we, sh- we should have gone down there and did like a manifesting ceremony because I was just reading in my uh, Tufty book, you know, how water is very um, 
energetic and out we get into the water and we imagine the things that we want to create for yourself ourselves it like gets into the water and then gets into our cells and like creates this power in us and so now like when I take a bath which I used to do that anyway every time I get in a bath I come with all kinds of awesome ideas but now I'm like man we should have done that at the waterfall I kind of did do that a little bit like when I was I did too like sitting there meditating but I wasn't in the water doing it you know like, yeah, I got in the water. I kind of baptized myself. Oh, it was just yeah. the water. It was, it was cold. refreshingly cold. Yeah, though. it was cold, though, but it was just like, you know. I didn't want to. Yeah, we were meditating for a while outside the water. And I was like, you know what? I can meditate at home. I, I want to meditate in the water. I just want to be mindful in the water. and Just look around and, like, meditate that way. I didn't want to close my eyes anymore. I was like, I want to be here, not there. You know, I want to be in this moment in this waterfall yeah and so i got up and started walking around while y'all are still meditating another highlight was the which i really enjoy like when all right you had a you scheduled a cacao ceremony yes and i thought we were just going to be like brits and she's going to bust out the cacao we're just going to try it and talk about it i don't even know brits like having tea or something, you know, <laughs> like this is from blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's, funny. That's, that's what I thought. But oh, gosh. Man, that, <laughs> you were really it, surprised then. Oh, my God. I was blown away. Like that girl, she was good. Like, I mean, there were times like, when I, you know, she had to close her eyes and she was just kind of running this whole thing. And, you know, like tears just started coming out of my eyes. Like I just felt like this energy, dude. And she was like, singing. Oh, and then she started singing. It sounded like, man, she was singing her butt off. Dude. Ah, I was like, it was so ceremonial. I loved it. And I did, I thought because they gave us two options, a more indigenous ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one was shorter. And I think they said it was like 30 minutes. I was like, we have to do, you know, because we didn't have the 15 people minimum, we didn't have the funds to really get, go all out and do different activities, which was kind of good because we didn't have time anyway. But I went for the more affordable cacao ceremony and um it was amazing so yeah well it was supposed to be 30 it was like two hours and 30 minutes like we were i feel like we were just lost in time like when i looked at my watch i was like i know we've been here she did so many different things with us it was i mean i i had never been to a cacao ceremony i knew it was going to be like spiritual and she really went above and and beyond like what I thought it was gonna it was gonna be it was amazing like oh my god and then the cards that we pulled the animals were were perfect yeah there was so much for everyone yeah like the meaning behind everything and what everybody was kind of going through while they got there you know like those cards on point everyone was yeah definitely dealing with their own minds you know yeah and yours was what was yours again now you're making me think but uh it was something i brought ah, i remember sitting there and then ah. you can't remember yours it wasn't that have been that significant <laughs> no it was because i read it out you know remember and she met us she she asked us to read out everything. yeah yours was a uh oh mine was a, a hawk a crow a crow. Yeah, crow that's right yeah mine was a crow and uh, she had us read a certain section of that. And uh, 
Damn, there were a couple of sayings in there. I, I'm sorry, I just came to you. I'm just overwhelmed by everything. No, it's okay. To... I mean, mine was a butterfly, and then I know already what that symbolizes. So I, I already had it memorized. I mean, it's easy. It's like transformation and and constantly transforming. And that's all. Butterfly has been a symbol for me for a while. So it was perfect. And I was like, oh, it's like when I turned it, I was like, oh my God, of course, yeah, it's I'll a butterfly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wrote some stuff down on a piece of paper, like all that. So I got to, uh, I got to look through my phone. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, it was yeah, good. That was cool. And then we did the mirroring dancing, which uh-huh. I thought that was like, she said one person leads and then once they leave, the other person starts to lead and then you had yeah. to like kind of flow or whatever. Yeah, they that doing. was really good. I like that. I, I think really, we, we need to use that in our couples retreat that we're having. <laughs> we need to do that mirror dance. Don't forget. Yes. That. Because like it, it, it was kind of like not somebody was leading the whole time. You know, you took your turn. Yeah. And, you had to read the cue when the yeah the change. And you had to really move. be observant in the moment. Yes, like, like you really engage with that individual. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it's, it's kind of like, just like a lesson in life of like learning to kind flowing. of go where yeah. you're led, and then and then it's your turn to kind of lead, and then yeah, I loved it. That was great. Yeah, it was great, and like I love like her story too. Like, yeah, she was like, well. I said, like, how'd you get here? Because she was American. Yeah. And she was she a Marylander was, somewhere. Yeah. She was like, well, I graduated from college. And then I became a flight attendant for a couple of years. And then she goes, I just, I landed in Costa Rica. She was like, I've been here for six well, years. Yeah. When well, she went to Spain to be an au pair. Oh, yeah. And then right. she started she went, drinking cacao there. She said in Spain, I think. And yeah. then she bought a one-way ticket to Costa Rica. And she's been there like eight years or something, six six years she said yeah. she was three years on the caribbean side and then yeah she that's right three years on the pacific side it's really cool to meet all these different people yeah she was actually i mean she we should had, probably have her on here i know i know we I'm should connected with her on instagram so we should uh, oh really yeah like she was just like, yeah she was just like very mellow and i don't know she just seemed like a carefree kind of i know you know, right just nurturing and living in the moment soft yeah 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 it was great like i i think she did an excellent job like you know i was like my my daughter like i remember she had asked me about the mud water that you know Mm -hmm. and i was like oh sure i like that and then you know cacao is one of the main ingredients in mud water so you know that's i went ahead she was selling cacao at the end she's like oh cacao for sale and i was like oh i'm gonna get some for iceland you know so yeah i gave it to her she's like oh cool so oh yeah i mean my the mud water that i drink is it's definitely not that straight up cacao that we were drinking so i think you know when you're having a ceremony definitely do it straight up cacao kind of way it was good i had two and a half cups of that stuff i was the only sure one did. yeah you're the only one that had it was good like i could drink it but it, it wouldn't be like my morning like every morning kind of thing you know yeah i would do it intentionally like every once in a while like in the way that we did in the ceremonial way so and then like the dance party was one of my favorite times too uh, yeah yeah 
the oldest like ended up staying the latest yeah you, yeah you of, me and shan were the last and we're the oldest of the group and we were the last ones dancing yeah which is pretty cool we were just like all into the 80s and 90s music and some of them didn't know yeah, they the songs know. Were. <laughs> but yeah. yeah that was so fun oh i got the pool oh yeah, and then the pool, like there was a pool right there on the edge of the mountain, and mm. it, it so, led to the sunset. And yeah, yeah, it was so cool. I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I cried. Know. I cried like when we were leaving. I, was like, I don't want to leave. I know. I did too. I mean, I could feel the energy coming from you, and I felt, I felt it strongly too. Like I don't want to leave. Like, how are we going to go back home after this? I know like I was telling someone it's like you know when you go out of town and you're somewhere and like after three or four maybe five days you're like ready to get home yeah I didn't feel that way you know I didn't like, either I, and I, I, like, I like can we stay an extra two or three days you know I feel that way on every vacation what like you want to come back home yeah like I'm ready to come back home either because I have you know pets you know a dog usually I have a dog waiting for me but now I don't have a dog so it was a little easier to leave but Usually I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get back home or I'm ready, you know, to get out of somebody else's house, you know, like somebody else's space, but it felt like it was our space, you know, like, and we were outside most of the time. It was just like a healing. It was the most relaxed, excited and healing time I've had in, in one situation. Like I felt like stress. The only time I had any anxiety was like, when you guys were gone somewhere, I didn't know where everybody was. And I was just like, okay, it's lunch. It's lunch time. Nobody's here. And I can't use my phone. Cause I have to walk all the way up the hill to call somebody. Um, the other, other than that, like I didn't, well, then I kind of got overwhelmed with some energy that was happening. Um, but it, it just, it came to me and then it was gone. And it's like, and I didn't have any worry about what was happening at home or anything like that because I was so in the moment and like the iridescent blue butterfly that just flutters I saw that at least three or four times and it just like comes like magic right it's just like you're just there (laughs) like this iridescent blue butterfly just and it's huge I mean huge like that big you know and the way it moves is not like any other butterfly it's like it's coming to visit you or like show you magic for a second like whenever you were doing the workout classes since we were faced that way I I kept seeing one I'd be like oh my god I know I saw you distracted (laughs) I just was like oh my god (laughs) no it was like a visit from an angel is what it felt like every time yeah and then the insects like that leaf bug that we saw that That thing was so cool looking man it had like this whole leaf body but you can see his little black eyes yeah it was was a different kind of leaf bug than we have for sure i've never seen i saw you know praying mantis i saw oh those poison dark frogs whatever they're they're super red with like blue legs i was like that was really cool and then oh the ants you know how they carried all the the petals of flowers and they were just like and they someone was saying they go a distance you know like oh yeah they're working uh, hard yeah they're working hard and you know what are they doing with those flower petals you know like those flower petals were those were big ants though too they, yeah I mean, they looked like they were on steroids they were just 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But they were carrying all those flower petals and all. You could just see it because the flower petals were like yellow and blue and red. And they're just like moving across the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Hummingbirds and hummingbirds and the huge roach roaches. Oh, those were like tree roaches times two. I mean, they were like <laughs> oval shaped, like a like a and dark. Yeah, really dark. dark. They were big like an average tree roach they were like three times the size of an average tree roach here and uh i was, I was blown away by how big those roaches were <laughs> it's like i was looking at it in the bathroom like hmm i don't know can I, is it gonna fly on me like I, I was trying trying to love it just like i did the other all the other insects and then we saw that snake and chris picked it up i was like <laughs> dude like that snake could be poisonous and he it was it had just moved it out of the way for us picked it up and it was like at least a foot long a foot and a half long and he just picked it up by its tail but it was slithering our way yeah did you see how how he said in the WhatsApp group that he um really looked up to what's his name the crocodile hunter guy oh steve Irwin. yeah 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 i saw that see that for sure yeah well i mean what else did we see we Lots of birds, and then that we heard a kinkajou at night, but we didn't get to see one, even though we heard from Helio, it's like there's big eyes in the forest. <laughs> we heard a lot of things in the forest, and we don't know exactly we what did. it was. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of noises like that were unexplainable. Yeah, and you know there were cats down there, but a cat at least one. There's no way a cat doesn't ever walk through there. Well, they said they have seen. There's yeah. like two people that told us at least a puma and a jaguar were seen. So, you know, they're there at night. I mean, you know, Chris, Chris, Chris would say, what did Chris say? He's like, they're the uh, ghosts. They're the ghosts. They're yeah. very elusive. Yeah. They're not going to show us. They're not going to, you know, they can see us. The, oh. They're not, they're elusive. They're not going to show their face. Yeah. So definitely like, we had that one scenario that night and you know, yeah. took off running. That was pretty funny. Yeah, the whole something fell in the forest or something ran. We're not really sure. I'm not really sure what happened because I wasn't on that side. Across the trail. <laughs> There's a lot of snacks. Screamed and ran. I was surprised my phone didn't fall in the in the pool at that moment. Everybody ran over and like into me. Uh-huh. My phone was right there and I was like, I picked it up real quick. I was like, what happened? <laughs> I don't know what happened. All I know is something fell. And then everybody started running over to where I was. Yeah. That was hilarious. And that I was, think that was pretty funny. It was I mean, more hilarious because Rogelio was just so funny about it. Like, oh yeah, there's a strange noise. It's very unusual for this. But don't <laughs> be scared. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> don't be alarmed. Enjoy the sounds. <laughs> yeah, enjoy the sounds. Like, and then crash. Yeah, like. Sonia, I remember she was just like, her eyes were big. She was like, oh my yeah. God. And I had my eyes, I was enjoying the sound, like just like this. I know, I was too. I had no idea what was happening. That was so cool, yeah. I was just like, there's sounds on the floor. And I just thought, you know, that's just what it is. But then I, we did hear the big thing fall twice. And, but, you know, it was explained to us the next day that tree limbs fall a lot in the, in the rainforest. But I didn't hear no tree limbs falling in the daytime. <laughs> no, I did. Remember? Really? I didn't. 
remember yeah. we I remember we were somewhere and and we saw a limb fall. We were like outside our house, like in the in the hammock or something. And I was like, oh look, a limb just fell and made that that big noise. So now we know that that's what could have happened in the forest last night, or it was like two days later after that happened. I mean, of course, an animal could have been walking through there and touched a, a dead tree branch and it fell. Yeah, There's all yeah. kinds of things that could happen. Yeah. I mean, but it's obviously sounded- there's cat you know there is things down there that we can't see and we're not gonna ever know what was down there. that stuff was loud like i know <laughs> and then it like echoes through the whole yes jungle. i mean it sounds like a human body you know could have been on one and snapped it you know like i don't think those cats weigh that much i mean they don't well yes they do a panther a hundred 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 cougar cougar i mean they're not they're Big, are they? They're not. They're bigger than us. Bigger than me. I'm gonna have to Google that and see how <laughs> heavy they get. I think they call them pumas there, right? Or mountain lions. But I don't think they would come up to us like that. You know what I mean? No, no. They a cat would never do that unless you're messing with its cub or something. Yeah. Or you happen to walk through its, you know, space. Yeah. But we were walking in our space. Well, actually, that jungle is their space. But there was a trail with tiki right. torches you know everywhere so you would think a cat wouldn't want to go buy some torches right. on the trail yeah but i don't know whatever that kinkajou didn't really care about that fire i mean we had a bonfire going and that kinkajou was like right up in there <laughs> making those noises i really wish you could have seen that yeah me too i would have been like i said i, I was kind of was like rogelio bring us to where you see those big eyes i want to go yeah. see it yeah, I would have been all about that. <laughs> but then the whole thing happened. And anyway, yeah, yeah we had some adventures. Off running. <laughs> <laughs> I really felt like we were at camp. It was like, yeah, it was like the most amazing camp, though. It wasn't like dirty outhouse kind of camp. <laughs> so I remember it out, I had to clean the outhouses in Girl Scout camp. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, I was just, I mean, seriously, I can't even, uh, the next day, how sad we, it was hard. It was so hard to adjust. And we talked about it before we, you know, we all came back. That was in our our last ceremony. We talked about, you know, how are we going to adjust back to the real world? Because this has been so amazing. And, um, I really didn't know how hard it was going to (laughs) be. Yeah. Me neither. It's like, oh I mean, my God. As, soon, you know, as soon as we got home and off the plane, I mean, it's just like a crowd of people at the airport, kind of antsy. We jump on the shuttle, traffic, going yeah. on, traffic. I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, I, I didn't want to come home to this. I really did. <sighs> Sorry. That's my door. Um, yeah, I was, I was definitely went through a depression that next day. Like, I, and that's why I'm glad I scheduled a trip to the ranch immediately Saturday because being there helped me really move through that quicker. And and now I feel like I I've adjusted, but I'm still like yearning, like, Oh my God, we're going to get back to the jungle, <laughs> the yeah. beach and the jungle together. That's so tropical is just. Oh, and then in the morning, like the temperature is like in the low fifties, you know? So it's, or, you know, yeah, it was perfect. Like in the morning, it had a breeze and it was 
I was, I mean, it was a little chill for me, you know, I was like. And then it was hot in the afternoon at the beach. It was majorly hot. Yeah. Oh, so like that second time we went to the beach, like two of that the guys. That was really hot. Yeah. You know, came with this and they set up a table and a canopy yeah. and we had fresh watermelon juice. And I know. So nice. We didn't have to worry about anything. Right. Like, okay. It's time to get in the car. We're going to go to this beach and they tell us everything we need to know. And then the next day it's like, okay, we're going Don't to go too far in the water yeah, fruit up here and water. And here's some sunblock. It's like, yeah. Like, and those guys are taking so care cool. of like, yeah. Like, like you no said, words. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is the way to go. Like, retreats are the way to go. People. I'm just saying like when you're at that kind of retreat, cause uh, like when I, I'm talking as in a teacher perspective, as the teacher of retreats, going to a retreat place that's going to kind of take care of you as well. And you're not doing everything. Yeah. Like, you know, some of the people were mothers, you know, so the girls who came were mothers and they have to take care of their kids. And yeah. And they got to they enjoy got the being opposite. taken care of. Yeah. I got, yeah. It was definitely a treat for them for sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and that's how I believe retreat should be. You know, it should be like you come there and you feel taken care of. You have no worries in the world. You just get to work on yourself. Think about what you want in life yeah. and relax and recharge. That's what a retreat means to me. And so I feel like most of the people got that um, out of our participants. And I totally got that. I wasn't, I didn't have any moments of like, because I felt like I had to, you know, oh, we got to go teach this or whatever and do this. Um, I didn't have any like moments of, I don't know, I guess going inside me, but I wasn't there for that. I was there to just really live in the moment and enjoy the surroundings. And I totally got that. Then you did get something out of it. <laughs> I know I got more than I ever thought I would get out of it. Um, yeah. So happy that I decided to do a scary thing. <laughs> it's only scary financially, right? And like, we're programmed to be scared of finances and like losing money and all that. But it, money isn't real. Money doesn't go with us when we die. Our debt doesn't go with us when we die, but our experiences and our soul growth does. And that's important to me. So yeah moving forward it's just all about like making sure you're having experiences and enjoying this human life because we really have an amazing planet yes and i want to enjoy it all i want to see all the different i want to go to africa i want to go to thailand i just want to see all the different ecosystems yeah me too see how other people do it we yeah. take it for granted as Americans, you know. Like, oh, we do, and we have so many cool ecosystems in America too. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, oh, I, I remember reading this that America has all four planes of terrain. Like we have desert, we have uh, forests, we have. Yeah. We do have a, a a temperate rainforest in the Washington, and then Hawaii rainforest. Mm-hmm. You know. There's a little bit of everything in America. You yeah. get all four. Like some countries just have one, you know? Yeah, we had deciduous forests and um, 
the we have pines the pine like texas has a lot of different you know ecosystems too yeah, they do. i mean you go 45 minutes from here and you'll see the all the pines right and over here and, and round rock and into west texas your central and west texas it's all like cedar juniper and it's kind of dry but you go 45 minutes an hour that way it's more humid and greener usually. yeah it's so cool yeah Maybe. so well we've been talking a long time <laughs> yeah actually we're, we're we ready. could talk forever about this because we were so loving it but this would be good because like if anybody asks us to to hear about the trip of like hey listen to our podcast we talked all yeah. about it i mean there are some stories we didn't say yeah um we but kind of you can say that for personal conversations but yeah. uh, all in all it was like a dream it was it, it was, was like a dream <laughs> i can't even believe like i'm still like how it's like I woke up from a dream and I want to kind of go back and experience it. I'm like, I can't wait to go back. I want to bring Millie there one day, you know, when she's a teen. Yeah. Um, so she can enjoy it more right now. She's like, no, no, she doesn't want to go anywhere. Um, but yeah, I wanted, I, I still want to go back and do another retreat. I would love to go back to Emilio in a few years. I know we have to work our way up there again or, you know, find another place. There's so many retreat centers there, but Right now we're working on local. So we have, we're working on uh, a couple's retreat coming up soon in the next three months. So if you guys want to bring your significant other and have a little mini Texas retreat in Wimberley or maybe somewhere else, or right now we're thinking Wimberley, then please stay tuned. Yes. Let's see what's in store. So yeah, just a quick, uh, well, two day yeah two just a quick two day like experience not not like some deep inner where let's say our marriage kind of retreat or our relationship yeah. it's just like a fun let's experience some bonding time and have an experience or do something different it's so important that we're doing things different and not the same thing every day you know it's like yeah. what can we do different this month let's go experience something new and yeah. have a bonding experience and with other people you know and with other people like get out and meet other people yeah so important true so so we'll announce further details yeah whenever we have them set we will definitely let you know yeah. all right thank you guys for listening and supporting us we would appreciate if you would share this um either on youtube or on your favorite podcast place <laughs> either itunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and we would really appreciate a review it really helps us keep going or leave a comment on our youtube channel yes thank you so much guys and uh we'll check you guys on the next episode thank you for listening to episode number 40 of soul quest